Southeast Radio's morning mix. Chat, news and your views. Alan Corcoran. And so to housing as the council returns today for its opening meeting of councillors around the county. I will be there this afternoon at two. I'm sure housing will feature on the list. I think it's down to be one of the issues featured on the list. Now I spoke to the minister, Dara O'Brien, in New Ross during the freak floods that took place there recently and he assured me that he would be willing to talk to the council. He didn't give a time frame but last week I received this clip from him, an audio clip that was sent to local stations around the southeast. Here's what he had to say. A year ago today, uh, we produced a really ambitious multi-annual, multi-billion euro plan that's now delivering for the southeast. Since the middle of 2021, over 54,000 new homes have either been built uh, or commenced. And home completions, both commencements, permissions, home purchases, really importantly for first-time buyers, and mortgage drawdowns, are all up to record levels. Uh, increasing supply will be key to meeting demand, obviously, but also for moderating price inflation. Uh, the measures that we brought forward on affordability, which are taking hold, and they're for all people in the southeast who want to rent and buy their own home. But is that actually happening? Is that what's happening on the ground here in County Wexford? I got a contrasting view this morning when I went along to a housing protest that started yesterday evening at 7 o'clock. I think it's due to continue until 7 o'clock this evening. There are tents outside. It's outside. It's in Carrigalon, outside the council offices, the housing offices. First off, I spoke to Sinn Féin councillor Tom Ford. We're here today to send a clear message to the Minister for Housing, Darrell O'Brien, that um, his housing fraud plan is not good enough. It's not delivering for the housing needs for the people of Wexford. Um, currently, it's moment across the state we have 3,000 children that are in emergency accommodation we have rents that are unaffordable and continuing to escalate um, and we have a lack of housing supply and we need a radical shift in ideology and we need a we need real targets that are going to deliver for the need of County Wexford. Right so the actual protest that you're making here We've three tents here, and we're directly outside what, what building at the moment? We're, we're outside the Department for Housing and Local Government, and uh, we, we chose this location look because it is a Department for Housing and Local Government, and we need to send a clear message to the Minister. Um, I'm, I was delighted that we received so much support yesterday during uh, a rain weather warning, and we had approximately 30 people up here at the height of it, and uh, we had lots of messages from people um, coming up, people in some desperate situations, you know. And, uh, what, Tom, without, without identifying the people, what sort of situations are, are they dealing with and, and you're, you and your fellow councillors are dealing are trying to deal with for them? Yeah. Well, look, a, a couple of the situations, Alan, we, we had one visitor last night who was paying uh, €400 Euro a week um, for a room, for a single room. You know, and like th- this is just unaffordable. Um, people are p- effectively paying the majority of their salary just to keep a roof over their head, living under the threat of homelessness um, continuously. We also have people um, who who just who just are are, are struggling to to buy a home, um, struggling to rent a home, and th- I suppose it's generation rent is what we're seeing at the moment. Mm. And people know that, and they're coming to the conclusion that they're never going to be in the, the opportunity, they're never going to have the opportunity um, to purchase their own home. But despite what the minister said to me recently, I've just played another statement there where he believes that the housing is making progress. You don't believe that at all? I don't believe it's uh, it's making progress, and I don't believe it, our targets here in Wexford are ambitious enough. Like I said, here in the Wexford district, um, the district that I represent, um, we're only going to meet at a third of our housing need under the minister's targets, at a third of our, our housing need, and that's just not good enough. You constantly make the call for him to uh, speak to the councillors and the first new council meeting of the brand new term is this afternoon. What do you hope to achieve 
if he does come down to speak to you. Look, I would like the Minister to come and, and explain to us um, why we can't have the adequate resources, and we don't have the adequate resources here in, in Wexford to fulfil our housing need. And simple as that, the Minister needs to come down and listen to the concerns of councillors just so that he knows how stark the situation actually is here. Lorraine, from Wexford People, Helping People, what are you dealing with at the moment? We're dealing with people coming in the shop every day of the week, um, crying on the phone to us, saying that they're going to be evicted, they can't afford the rents. Um, even if they can afford the rents, there's no food under prices because the rents are so high they've, they've no heat and they've no nothing and people are just absolutely petrified absolutely petrified of everything it's just crazy out there and it's everyday people like it, it's people that you wouldn't expect that they're just barely paying their mortgage and have no food in, or paying their rents and have no food under prices because they have to do that they're so high. We'll just have to try and console them on the phone and see what we can do. We've a, I can't remember the, the long list we have at the moment the the amount of people on it but it's, it's, it's frightening. Any idea how many on the list number wise? Number-wise, I'd say we'd have about maybe 157 to 160 people waiting for properties. Waiting for properties, mm-hmm. and uh, do you also have to supply them with food? Oh, we supply them with food. We supply them with dry hampers at the minute, and we also supply a lot of people with uh, emergency accommodation. We spent a couple of thousand euro in the last two months now on emergency accommodation for people. What do you need to urgently see happen to try and fix this? Oh, my goodness, we need the rent prices to come down. We need properties, basically. Mm. You don't want to be standing out here in the rain on a Monday morning, do you, Lorraine? I surely don't. No. I know I'm way. I could be doing a lot more now than standing out here. But you here. feel strong enough to be here? Oh, definitely. I definitely I see it every... I see it, I hear the fear in everyone every day of the week. It's, 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 it's not nice. It's absolutely horrible. Thanks, Lorraine. No I'm, I'm going to link in with Jim Codd. I was down in Kilmore last week. Jim, this is another big issue for you. But let's look at it from a rural perspective. Yes, Alan. Well, thanks very much for coming down and, and, and giving us the opportunity to highlight this. As I've said on many occasions, the lack of housing in our rural villages is leading to the death of rural Ireland. We have, uh, for the longest time, I've been recommending that people put down Wexford Town or Enniscarty, Gorey, whatever, on their, on, on their housing choices because there is little or nothing being built in the area that I represent. This has a terrible effect on the GA clubs, a terrible effect, a terrible effect on our schools, but... I mean, the most profound and the obvious one is some of these people are ending up homeless and a terrible term has slipped in now to the vocabulary, involuntary sharing. It seems to be a a way of softening uh, up the term homelessness. Now, I was assured at the SBC last week that there would be beds for any homeless person to present it in Wexford. And last night, just last night, I hear of people being turned away, that they hadn't got enough crash beds. Now, I... I'm I'm constantly being contacted as late as nearly one o'clock last night by a man who could not find accommodation. Councillor Leonard Kelly, you two are here today lend your support for this protest. Why are you here? Housing, number one, that's what this protest today is about. From a heating point of view, from a point of view putting food on the table, mm. that these are things right now, people that have never come to me for help in the past right. are coming now. They've never done it, Alan, before. And right now they are. So there's something fundamentally that we're just not getting right in this country. It's the most basic needs of people. If we are down as being one of the wealthiest countries in the world Mm. and such a large number of people across all levels levels of society Mm. are coming worried, concerned, scared. 
and uh, you also want that call. You want to see the minister down here as well. What do you think? Oh, Alan, to be honest with you, this idea of, of visitors or ministers visiting us, grand. Come down with actions. Come down with plans. Tell us what you're going to do. I'm, I have no interest in photo ops. I have no interest in the token gesture of arriving into a council meeting. Give us some soft story about a plan that if they If you were to come, you want actions. substance from him. We want substance. We want actions. Yeah. We want plans. We want to see what the targets are. We want to see how they're going to achieve those targets. Colm, you uh, were one of the people to contact me about this. You're here. And what time have you been here since? Myself and Tom have been here since 7pm along with a lot of other Sinn Féin activists. So you actually uh, slept overnight? We've here, been sleeping you? here overnight, exactly, yeah. The yeah. idea behind that is to send a, a message of solidarity to the people that are couch surfing or are rough sleeping and saying that they may feel that certain governments have forgot them, but not everybody has forgot them. And there, there is people out there that are still working hard for them. There are people out there that are still trying to make sure that they have a voice and to try, to try and get them the solution that they need. I mean, what was it like... Actually, just from your own personal perspective, to have this to sleep in a tent or overnight that many people are doing. Yeah, well, I suppose one of the reasons that we deliberately set out like this is we're because we're so for, bad. The weather was so bad. Yeah, and for yeah. the listeners that aren't, aren't aware what we're up to as well, we're like we've we've two small Argos uh, tents here. You know that would be the kind of quintessential stuff that most of the housing groups would be sending out because they're the cheap yeah. and cheerful tent, and they were selected deliberately because we wanted to show that look, this is a you know a ridiculous situation to be in. The tents aren't waterproof; they're not warm. Like it's 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 a it's an absolute travesty that anybody should have to go through this regardless of, of, of what their you know their background may be. I have Sinn Féin Deputy Johnny Maiden so the council the meetings start again here today when does it all return Johnny? Well it returns on Wednesday so we will be definitely putting pressure on the government again but look at Alan it's gone to the stage where and I'm delighted this initiative has been taken here in Wexford and I hope it will be replicated across the country mm. the problem is people are not listening and the problem is we have a whole generation in trouble, a whole generation in trouble, right. and we spoke to spoke to Colin there last night. We we're just talking about people between thirty and between twenty five and thirty. But there's people Alan now who've who've, who've long term rented, and the rents are gone up now, and they've lived in houses for ten to twelve, fourteen years, and they're in trouble. And when they go to the bank, they won't they won't get a loan because they're far to over forty five. We, we know the issues. We need to get the solutions. Are, are you confident that the solutions can be found, Alan? Of course, the solutions can be found. Solutions can be found. I mean, this is a serious situation. Mm. It's it's a dire situation. You know, if you'd like it to, to equate it. Not to create, but it's like a war, mm. because people out there are suffering, and no one's no one is listening, and they're really, really suffering. I mean, we deal. I did a deal with Alan every day in the week, and I just like to say we're out here outside the department here, but it's about the people inside the department as well, Anna. I deal with them every day in the week. They're in trouble. They're under pressure. They're under stress. And everyone's kind of, you know, when it comes, the focus comes on them in the, in the end of the day. But at the end of the day, I spoke to one of them just last week, and I won't say she, he or she, right? They, they said to me, look, listen, Johnny, I have two emergency beds. I have six people looking for him. Who do I give them to? So when you, that person has to go home into their own family and they've chosen between two people out of six. And that's the situation there. The reality is that it's the stress. It's, everybody is under stress, Alan. Everyone is under fierce stress. I, I've spoken to people uh, d- during the week and I, what came, came across to me, Alan, was that their nieces and nephews now are beginning again. They're gone. They're gone. They're going to New Zealand. They're going to Canada. They're going everywhere. And these are qualified people, Alan, who've come through our system. We need to get them people back in. We need to we need to to do look after our own nation. That's what we've got to do. And it's up to the government. And they've got to listen, Alan, because they really have to listen this time. This is too serious. And I mean, every every politician there is under stress. Everyone is under stress. The people who are look, there's families there who, who are on their knees. I mean, I did with a person last week, qualified person. Uh, she she put herself through college. Twenty four thousand euro cost her to put to college. She has two children. One of them is six months old. She told me that her her landlord has put up. Her rent two hundred euro. She is gone, Alan. She told me so the only way I can afford it now is just to give up my job. Southeast Radio's morning mix. Chat, news, and your views.